it just keeps on uh it keeps getting worse and worse so the stock market is crashing crypto is crashing the economy is crashing it's getting really interesting and i'm going to break this down to you and let you guys know what's going on so uh so everybody i want you to get comfortable buckle up your seatbelt we're gonna get started on the black financial channel right now Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's TheBlackFinancialChannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that you are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we take care of our kids and educate them. Black first means that we prepare our children for the future so that they can win. We do not breed losers. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1 in the chat. I want to say hi to everybody. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, so good to see Frederick and Justin and straight from the gate and, and everybody else. Uh, so uh, today is, is you know honestly more <laughs> interesting news as far as the economic system goes. Right now, you're kind of seeing sort of a great reset in terms of the stock market in terms of uh, the uh, economy, you're really seeing, you know, some um, pretty, pretty interesting, sometimes a little bit nerve wracking downward trends. Uh, just this morning, it looks like the Dow went down another 300 points. And then so it's had several days of decline, several days of, you know, getting its butt kicked uh, and a lot of false hope, uh, a lot of false hope where, where it's kind of um, the market, the stock market now, let me get I, you know, <clears throat> I'm telling you a story. It's going to tell you exactly kind of what I think that of the, when I look at the stock market. I had a friend who used to call me about her boyfriend, and she thought the man loved him, but he really didn't. But he was like her dream guy. You ever seen that where somebody shows up? And, hey, ladies, if anybody ever shows up as your dream man, you might want to vet him out for a little bit because he, he could be faking it. And, uh, and 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 then there was a point where uh, after giving her like, you know, showing up with flowers every day and and whispering sweet nothings in her ear and promising her the world and everything else. It, it, little things happened that made her a little suspicious, like like money, like random charges appeared on her credit card uh, and, or or things would come up missing or she would hear stories about side chicks or whatever. And, and uh, in fact, actually, she found out that he she looked on her uh, credit card receipt and saw that, uh, that that there was a pair of shoes that was bought there were bought there were seven hundred dollars and she doesn't buy seven hundred dollar shoes she makes three hundred thousand a year but she doesn't buy seven hundred dollar shoes so she went to the store she went into private detective mode and went to the store to find out who bought these seven hundred dollar shoes and she found out that it was him the man that came in and bought those shoes fit the description of her the love of her life and uh and so so then at that point and the shoes weren't her size by the way that was another interesting thing right so she finally realizes that this guy is is probably up to no good but the thing was that it was hard, even despite all of that, despite the fact that he was what is referred to as a hobosexual. A hobosexual is a guy who uh, who leeches off all you successful black women who have the good corporate jobs, who are making the good money. So beware of the hobosexual. The hobosexual uh, will take all, will take all your loot and, uh, and and just kind of abandon you. So uh, anyway, and he, he and he might need to sleep on your couch and stuff like that. My friend lives in L.A. and in, in Hollywood. There's lots of really handsome hobosexuals who sleep on who has, has to sleep on her couch. And uh, and so, but the thing was, it was hard to let this guy go because love is a hell of a drug. She was addicted to this guy. She loved the sex. She loved the companionship. She had these fantasies in her head. And the guy would still play with her. He would still pop up every now and then. And he would promise, uh, you know, to change. He would uh, apologize profusely. He would do all these things to make her think everything was going to go back to normal. 
Well, what do y'all think? Give me a yes or no. Do you think that he eventually came, you know, became a, a the, the guy that he always pretended to be? Or do you think that he it, that over time it just kind of revealed that everything was kind of fake from the beginning? Uh, what, what, what do you think happened? Give me let me know what, what y'all how do you think this story ended? Well, I'm gonna tell you how it ended. It ended with her realizing that in many cases, that which appears to be too good to be true probably is. Right. That typically when something appears more perfect and more wonderful than you ever could have imagined, you better check twice. You better look the gift horse in the mouth. You better do your research. You better flip over every rock just to make sure it is what it appears to be. Well, the stock market is like my friend's boyfriend. Uh, It showed up appearing to give you money when it was actually kind of showing up to steal your money. It promised you this this future, this lavish future where you'd be riding on a private jet because your Dogecoin went to a dollar. Anybody remember those memes? When my Dogecoin goes to a dollar, I'm gonna be on a private jet with a little ugly poodle, you know, <laughs> pretending to be like a little, pretending to be white. Right? Anybody remember those little memes where everybody got so excited? The frenzy was so high. The uh the the collective high. It's like dumping a bunch, it's like it's like even worse than when the CIA dumped cocaine on the black community it's like they dump powder cocaine from the sky and money has the same effect on your brain as cocaine money and sex actually affects the same region of your brain as cocaine and 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 so they just dumped it in the sky and everybody was high everybody was feeling good it was peace and love everybody's hugging and kissing jumping up and down and and the thing is that this was fun this was nice to watch but it was also a little bit concerning because at some point the party it comes to an end and at some point the reality kicks in at some point you're no longer high anymore, and you're looking at your bank account and all the money you spent on the dope, and uh, and the dope man is is threatening to kill your family because you didn't pay him on time. So, uh, so the market's kind of in this weird phase where it's showing you that you can't really trust irrational exuberance. When you see the market acting crazy like this, when you see people getting excited, when you start seeing prices go to the roof like that, you you, you might have to run. You might need to run. Uh, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, if a, if a woman shows up and she is the answer to all your prayers and gives you everything you want, no matter what, and under any condition, and you know, it, it's it's a reason to kind of say, okay, wait a minute, what's going on right now? And so so the stock market is taking back a lot of the money that it promised you. Some of you were smart enough to kind of get out of it a little bit and back away. It doesn't mean you backed away completely. I don't think you should get out of the market completely, even now, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you diversified, if you took some of your extra stock winnings and started buying into real estate, I congratulate you. If you took a little bit of that money and put it into your small business, I congratulate you. If you put a little bit to the side in cash, just in case an opportunity popped up, I, I congratulate you because that's what you're supposed to do. That's a balanced economic meal. That's how you're supposed to operate. You're not supposed to always live on the edge with leverage through the roof, expecting the next great thing to happen. Leverage is a beautiful thing, meaning debt, like taking on debt. And people will tell you to leverage, leverage, leverage. Go go buy your house, flip it, take the equity out, get put your down payment on another house and another house. And then you put up 10% and you own the other 90% and you control it. Okay, okay, that works real well when the economy is going well. But when asset prices start to decline, it becomes a hellhole because every other day you're getting tons and tons and tons of, uh, of, of margin calls. And they're forcing you to sell your assets. You're scrambling for cash. And cash is the water that puts out the economic fire whenever the market is burning down. Warren Buffett sits on over $100 billion in cash. He could easily deploy 
every penny of that money, buy up damn near everything, and 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 own a ton of stuff. He could have done that during the during 2020. He did not do that. He just sat there because he's an OG. But you should listen to the OGs because the OGs know what they're talking about. What are you talking about? An OG like a billionaire OG like Buffett? Or you talking about the OG like Wallow who who gets out of prison and says, "Hey, be careful, man! They might get you on a RICO charge." Right? The OGs, we are we are the sages of the community. I I put myself in that category because I'm 51, not 21. The OGs have seen things that some of you have not seen, and so the OGs are the ones who can say, "Oh man, I saw the same thing back in '95." And I and then some some the, the, the ones who the ones who aren't that smart are like oh man please be quiet you just messing up the party man why are you hating why are you hating right but the smart ones are like so tell us about 1995 Uncle Boys what happened in 95 and I'll be like well son you know see see what happened in 95 was and so so because these conditions have been here before Jeremy Grantham another economic OG uh, a man who's made over a billion dollars Jeremy Grantham has been screaming from the rooftops oh this ain't gonna end well. This is going to get bloody. And your, your crypto is crashing like crazy. Crypto's gone down 56%, or at least Bitcoin has. The, the crypto billionaires have lost 82% of their wealth in the last year. They're hurting. You're, you're seeing, uh, so, so remember, crypto is a scary thing to kind of ride on. I'm not saying get out of it. I'm still in crypto, but, but I'm not depending on crypto. Crypto is a little bit nerve wracking because crypto is one of those assets where there's no bottom to that damn thing. There is no point where somebody says, oh, well, no, now it's it's definitely undervalued. We got to buy it up now. Where the institutional investors, the big money is coming in and saying, oh, we're going to scoop it all up because it's so cheap, right? No, crypto doesn't have that. Crypto has no floor. Crypto is just like the U.S. currency. <laughs> the U.S. currency has no floor either. It's not backed by gold or anything else. It's not like you can compare the, the value of a dollar to a, a bar of gold because they're not connected. They're not tethered anymore. And now with crypto, you're starting to see the system get tested. You're starting to see some of these stable coins, stable coins. I use that term stable to get you to feel like you're secure when you're really not. And it's easy to promise financial security when, when there's no test, when there's no stress test. Now there's a stress test. Some of these stable coins are getting body slammed. Some of these stable coins are going into the garbage. And, uh, and, 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 and so ultimately what happens is that when you start to see these crashes, when you start to see, see these declines, that's when you find out that the emperor had no clothes. That because that at that point you've gone to the Wizard of Oz and you've tested his gangster, and you find out that the Wizard of Oz is nothing special. He's not better than you. He's not all powerful. He's just a wimpy little man sitting behind a curtain blowing in a big horn. So what I would say to you is here's here's my final recommendation. I'm about to go. I'm about to go on Instagram to hang out with with my buddy Jay Morrison, who runs the Tulsa the, the uh, Tulsa Real Estate Fund and the Black House in Atlanta. If you haven't gone to the Black House, I encourage you to do that. I went to show my support for the Black House. My wife and I got an office in the Black House. The Black House is like our Harvard University. That's a place where people can gather. It's a beautiful building. They shoot movies there. They have gatherings, but they do uh, work for, with young boys on Saturdays. And I'm going to tell you what, anybody who has anything negative to say about the Black House, I'd like for you to ask them, what are you doing in your, um, what are you doing in your life? that is matching the work that's being done in the Black House. I think that's extremely important for all of you to, to kind of kind of look at, because um, I'm going to tell you, the, the reason I, I respect what Jay Morrison does is that Jay is getting in the community and he's building things that a lot of people are not building. Uh, you can actually walk into a physical building and see uh, the, 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 the work that's there. You can see what they're doing there every single day. 
uh, you can see something that is real and it's very tangible. So I would encourage you guys to go check out the Black House. I think they're doing an event in early June. It's in Atlanta. And uh, also um, the other thing that's going on is uh, this Saturday, my wife and I are doing an event in Chicago. We are going, it's a generational wealth event. If you'd like to come out, it's uh, on the 15th. It's adults only. It's adults only, but it's a generational wealth event. We're going to also do some speed networking, speed dating kind of scenarios to let you guys get to know each other. If you're interested in that kind of thing, then uh, just go to boyswalkins.com, click on events. We're also going to be at the, uh, the, the in um, New Orleans at the same time as the Essence Music Fest. So we're going to be there for three days. Uh, there's a big event in um, in New Orleans as well. So feel free to go to boyswalkins.com, click on events if you want to go check it out. Okay, guys, so I got to go. I'm going to be on Instagram with Jay in just a few minutes. Feel free to join me. My Instagram is the real Boyce Watkins. And I'm going to come back in and check in and talk to you guys about what's going on in the economy. Uh, right now, the market's down. First, it was up this morning. Then it went down. Uh, that's another sign of, uh, or that's another symptom of when the market is kind of struggling is when you start seeing that volatility, that that Jekyll and Hyde behavior. Again, like that 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 boyfriend, that terrible boyfriend who pretended to be the man of your dreams. One day he's he's Prince Charming again. Then the next day he's uh, the crazy crackhead. Then he goes back to being Prince Charming. Then he goes back to being the guy who punches you in the mouth. And so ultimately that's kind of what this market is going to do. But, but unfortunately, in this case, the only analogy that doesn't apply is uh, with the crazy boyfriend, you should walk away nine times out of 10, right? You shouldn't stay in that relationship. But with the stock market, sometimes you got to ride that Bronco. Uh, riding the Bronco of the stock market is literally the number one way that people have built wealth in the last 80, 100 years. That is the number one method of building wealth. So when black people miss on the stock market, you're missing out on trillions of dollars of economic uh, potential created uh, in this economy. So so uh, I'm going to ride the Bronco. There are lots of good investments available right now uh, within the market. A lot of really high quality companies are very, very cheap right now. These companies are going to recover because they're run by very smart people who will eventually figure out how to navigate the economic storm. So don't run. Just understand what you're dealing with. And, and, and that that's the key, right? That's the point I'm trying to make to you uh, is to understand, have the, have the tenacity to remain focused but don't be such a sucker that you run along with every wave and jump on every single uh, jump on every single trend. So do not do that. All right, guys. So I'm going to get out of here. Um, and uh, one more thing, too. If you like uh, if you want to educate your kids on wealth, we have financial workbooks designed for black children. If you'd like to take a look, please feel free to visit financialworkbooks.com. That's financialworkbooks.com. We spent a long time building these workbooks and we cover every single grade band all the way from first grade to 12th grade. So feel free to go to financialworkbooks.com if that is of interest to you. So take care, guys. Have a good day. I'll be on Instagram with Jay in a few minutes. We're going to talk more about some of this stuff as well as uh, actually there's some economic stuff going on in terms of rappers getting indicted and just sort of what that means for your finances. Uh, just that, that, you know, that criminal life, that thug life and how that doesn't really mix with the life of a millionaire. But we're going to talk about that more specifically uh, in the uh, in Instagram. So feel free to join us in Instagram. I, I, I think Jay's Instagram is Mr. Jay Morrison. My Instagram is The Real Voice Watkins, and we'll be on in a few minutes. So see you guys soon. Have a good day. God bless you. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.